0: Welcome once again to the Christian Nerd of Godcast podcast. My name is Scott Higa. I am the Christian Nerd. And once again, joining me for the first time in what feels like a long time, probably because it has been a long time, is my friend and yours, Tony Talavera. What's up, Tony? It,
1: It feels like a long sequence of minutes since we've done this last time, at least.
0: Quite a long sequence, though life feels like a long sequence lately.
1: Moment by moment, iteration by iteration, who knows what day is it even? Like does anyone know what time it the is? Hourglass, so, <laughs> does anybody really care?
0: Um, I still uh. have meetings that I have to go to, which helps me sort of know what day it is, but a lot of times <laughs> it's like a last minute realization, like, oh no, I'm supposed to be in this meeting right now. Let me. Well, we actually, I, I talked about on my show on Friday, we were actually back in the office working, so that was kind of nice to be at a place where I could get work done without a four-year-old yeah. constantly knocking on my door saying, hey, daddy, can you play <laughs> with me?
1: I We have never not been in the office. I have had um probably uh, less days off since this whole thing started than I can count on one hand, and uh I think I would relish a little time just kind of not. Well, that's because
0: when you're home, you actually can do things that you want to do. When I'm home, there's always a diaper to change or a toddler to entertain or a tantrum to curtail or something Listen,
1: it's it is your own fault for impregnating your wife i it didn't is. ask you to do I, it
0: you know you didn't but i did inform you that according to our plans we may not be able to make it out to orlando <laughs> yeah. in september of uh, about a year from now we're gonna have <laughs> a year baby from now we're probably planning on called having it. a it <laughs> called it so we don't i don't like so uh Today, today on the show, we're just gonna talk about joy. We're gonna talk about things that make us happy, and because we've already gotten yes. off on the foot of talking about things that maybe don't please us that much. Before we started recording, we were sharing things that don't please us, and you know what? There's been enough of that going on. Like just enough. Even, even looking at life, yeah, life is difficult. There's a lot of yes. things going on, but you know what? Are you
1: going through a crappy situation? Guess what? So is everybody, so is everybody else. Everybody else.
0: And you know what? Sometimes, and we'll talk about it. Sometimes that even applies. Like, even noticing, like, looking at my own podcast and Jesus Time and stuff, and even, like, conversations I have with people, like, sometimes, like, we make it out that following Jesus is, like, the hardest thing to do when it yes. is the most joyful thing ever, and he himself says that his yoke is easy and his burden is light.
1: That's right, but if you think you're getting away with an easy ride, the yoke's on you. ha, ha, ha.
0: it's father's day soon sir it was father's day when you were listening to this so you can get by with that joke so we're we're we're, this is going to be a happy times podcast we're going to talk about things that make us joyful things that make us smile and so right now i want you in this instance tony t what is one thing this weekend as as it is here we are recording on a saturday afternoon what's one thing this weekend that made you happy
1: uh saturday evening uh around six twenty eastern standard time three hours earlier your time i got to spend some time on the skype recording a podcast with my best internet friend
0: well it may turn south we don't really know so hopefully i
1: know i'm just trying to capture this moment right now <laughs> while it's still good <laughs> anyway, anything could happen but let's anything let's record this still moment happen. right
0: now have you had dinner yet on this saturday or will you be eating it later
1: I haven't. Uh, my schedule's been really wonky today. I haven't uh, eaten a whole, whole lot, but my in-laws just brought us some brisket burgers, so when we're done here, I've got uh, something to attend to.
0: That is a joyous occasion, eating
1: brisket burgers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, happy for us. We actually, I talked about it on my Friday show, we took a little overnight vacation. We went down to the beach on Friday afternoon, and yeah. I, I sent you a picture of Clara with a mermaid sand tail. posted it. Mermaid tail. And she like literally she wanted to take a picture and she said, send it to Tony. So I, sent it I to Tony I don't know
1: what I did to garner your child. Maybe she's just sweet and lovable to everybody. And I'm just deluded. But uh, I'd love that that your, your daughter treats me with such favor. And no, makes she me feel she super you,
0: you guys have a special friendship as special as a friendship can be with somebody who nobody in my family has ever met in real life.
1: No. I could be like really weird and like I have a hook for a hand i, I um, i've
0: I've seen both your hands at the same time, I think, but you know, have you <laughs> really <laughs> think <laughs> about illusions you know, like there's all sorts of tra- no. I'm a monster, <laughs> hey, brother, uh, so no, like i uh. I totally got distracted by a, a, a thought I had in my head, which we're gonna go on that rabbit trail. So, so you, you went
1: on, you went to the beach. Let, you well, had a little let, family. Let's time. hit pause.
0: Let's get on my rabbit trail, then we'll come back because okay. you made an Arrested <laughs> Development reference, and then it jogged one in my memory. So, have you heard the song? I don't want to piss anybody off out there. Have you heard the song "The Blessing" by Carrie Jobe and some other guy, Corey Asbury, I think Asbury?
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, there was a. <laughs> It's it's pronounced up. Uh, no, um, I have not. I make it a rule not to listen to Christian music.
0: Well, it's by it's it's really popular, and lots of people really like it. And it like in like and like I don't listen to much Christian radio. I'm usually listening to your podcast. Uh, just on repeat, over and over again, until I memorize it. Um, especially when Thank I'm you. on it, then I really want to listen to it. Well, I'm, those are our
1: highest rated episodes. I haven't obviously. listened to
0: that one yet. Of me being on it, uh, anyway. So, so this song, "The Blessing," like it, it was big enough, and people all were like tweeting about it and sharing it, and like like it really like swelled up during the the whole quarantine. And then the first time I heard it, I was like, like that. <laughs> and then my response was like, "Her, like her, not about Carrie Joe. She's wonderful, but just like like that. This that, is what everyone's making such a hubbub about. Yeah, I just like it's a it's an okay song, but I didn't understand quite the the fervor behind it." Yeah, uh,
1: I, I feel that way about a lot of things, and I know we're going down the trail of talking about things that give us joy. <laughs> but one time, we'll just put a pin in this and come back to it another time. Let's just talk about things. But that let's don't get back live to our natural to
0: state hype. of complaining about things that <laughs> are stupid, complaining
1: <laughs> about <laughs> griping and moaning about all the things in the world that are wrong. No, I, I think that there's a discussion to be had about stuff that. Wow, everybody really is making a big deal out of this, and I don't see it. I just don't see it. But that's for that's a story for another time, sir.
0: Anyway, back to my daughter's love for you. I don't know what it I think it's cause you like when you talk to her, you're really sweet and you use like your I'm a kid's pastor voice in <laughs> which, you know, little kids don't know you're using a voice. She just loves it. So, yeah, I don't know. Like she is she is enamored with you in all the healthiest ways. And she just loves Tony.
1: You say using a voice as if to say that I'm somehow putting on some kind of facade. It's
0: just like you like you speak differently to children than you do. So you're not putting a facade. It's you. It's just like the lighter, happier version of you that's not going to complain about something stupid. And just great. Well, I
1: have to. <laughs> that's true. I have to shift gears sometimes because when I'm talking to her while we're playing Animal Crossing or Mario Kart, whatever the the occasion may be, uh, I shift back and forth from talking to you and Alicia uh-huh. and then talking to her. I want to make sure that she knows that I'm speaking to her, that she has yeah. my attention.
0: So. No, so she, we like we even like Facetimed you right before bedtime, and she was giving you all the hugs and the kisses, which I is know. behavior reserved for her babysitter and my family. So like you Man. are. You were in in. like Flint. It's my favorite movie. (laughs) So good Yeah, baby. Yeah. So so yeah, so we had a nice little family vacation, went to the beach, spent the night at a hotel down there, and it was very nice other than, as I was telling you beforehand, uh, Clara wanted to share a bed with me, which meant she was kicking me in the back all night long. Like she slept at a 90 degree angle so she could kick me in the back. she
1: had dreams that she was Billy Banks.
0: Uh, She doesn't know who Billy Banks is. Most people I listening barely to this know. Tybo, Tybo. He was the Tybo
1: guy. He was yeah, the Ty Bo
0: guy. We, we a, lot, a
1: lot of kicking. A lot of kicking. Yeah,
0: a lot of kicking. So yeah. So put on your happy face. Not the Joker one that I guess ends up killing a bunch <laughs> of people. Did you see the Joker?
1: <laughs> did I see it? The the Joaquin the Phoenix. Yeah, I did.
0: Oh. I didn't. It did not it did not spark joy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so like, which is the I guess the ironic part where it says put on your happy face. So put on your happy face. Let's spark some joy. Cause we've got a list of some things that brought joy into our lives. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You just made the list. You just made the list. The list. All right. When we have a list, we usually list off some things, hence So the it's name not of the just list. a clever title. No, no. I mean, we could do, I could pull up my shopping list uh, for Costco and the grocery store if you want me to. Uh, I could pull up
1: the list of Jericho, yeah. which you're all, always on the rain precipice the of making uh, that list. So
0: at the grocery store, I needed to buy some soy sauce, which I did. Huh. Uh, well,
1: really, really playing to the stereotype there, I, huh?
0: Hey, man, we needed some. Uh, at Costco, I needed milk, eggs, bread, fruit, veggies, and I needed to buy some coffee for my mom, which I did. you I just did. say milk? Milk. I, I say M- it poorly. I say milk. <laughs> I don't say milk like I should. I say That's milk. That's funny. Yep.
1: I mean, I'm not judging. You could pronounce things wrong if you like You know it.
0: who used to, Ron, judged me so hard for how I said the word milk inappropriately. It's yeah. kind of like how I would judge somebody for saying the word palo instead of pillow. Who would say Palo? Dumb people. That's rude. yeah. If you
1: if you say Palo, <laughs> we take your Palo away from you. We, you have to yeah, sleep on have a, a palo folded up file, towel or that? something.
0: Anyway, so we have a list anyway. of things that make us, not just not just make us happy, but that the ingestion of this media was a moment or moments of just pure blissful joy where we were just completely happy the entire time we were watching, reading, engaging with this media
1: and not to put too fine a to point on it but for you scotty what is the what's the de- delineation there what what do you how do you define that well this was made happy but this one just went a little extra is it an emotional reaction it, it, does it like kind of like just the, ex- the, the,
0: the like the 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 extended level of like I'm gonna use a, a a young person phrase that I don't, but it's kind of like this. That it's not even young person, it's just like silly internet speak, like the squee noise that you make, where you're just like Wee! squee, like squee. Wait, how did that go? Squee. Like All I'm right. just so happy the entire time I am. You watching can download this that thing. as your ringtone at yes, the Christian nerd. Make that. So yeah, so something like the Joker. Well, it might be mm. well made and very well made. Not necessarily going to inspire a lot of joy, um, you know. Saving Private yeah. Ryan, very good. Mm. Not going to make my list of things that were like, "I'm so happy I'm yeah. watching." I this. saw on
1: movies anywhere they had their discount movies under five bucks for five dollars right now. You can download Schindler's List, and you know what? I had no desire to do it. I, I know it is a it masterpiece.
0: Once. It is spectacular, but you know, kind of like The Passion of the Christ. Great yep, movie. Great
1: movie. Really Powerful. made me feel
0: a lot of things. Don't, Don't ever want to, to watch, watch it again. It again. <laughs> 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 I'll read the book.
1: I'll use the uh, the ViewMaster slides. That's that's <laughs> the only way I can consume. I need the graph version
0: of the Passion of the mm-hmm, Christ.
1: hmm mm-hmm.
0: Ah, it's just one big red flannel. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just
1: the VeggieTales version of it. It's just a Vegematic. Just throw Larry in there. <laughs> <laughs> the end. It's just salsa. That's all. <laughs> remember is that a long-standing bit that you've
0: had or did that just come to you right now
1: (laughs) no it's wow true it just came off the top of my head
0: that's spectacular yeah
1: and guacamole's
0: extra guaca guaca all right so let's since since we talked about reading book is there a book in your life tony or a series of books that is just when you either think about it or you've reread it numerous times and it's just a joyful experience for you yeah,
1: and and I'm really curious to see how this list goes for you. But uh, but I'll go first. There's a couple of them that just since I've been a child, uh, they they every time mm. I read them, they just fill me with wonder. Um, I love the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm. Have I've never you read, read this. No. You got it. You got to do it, man. Uh, Douglas Adams, just wonderful sci-fi, wonderful humor, very dry wit, uh, but just, it's wonderful in all of its forms. The movie is great. The radio show was great. The BBC, it was just it really fantastic, but the book is, is just pure joy. It's just great characters, lots and lots of fun, totally worth
0: a look. Wonderful. No, I have not. My I think Alicia's read it, and she's enjoyed it. And I mean, like, in high school, I was hanging out with all my drama nerd friends, and they all loved it, so... You know, clearly, mm. Mm. Um, it's i looking, I really I think for me, the it's the Thrawn trilogy by Timothy Zahn, kind of the yeah. the first Star Wars novels that George Lucas mm-hmm. allowed to be written. And yeah, then after yeah. that, it was just the whole expanded universe exploded like the Big Bang. Um, and none of it counts now. None of it counts. But the Thrawn trilogy, I remember, it, you know, and, and so there's there's nostalgia seeped into it. But I, I, I reread him probably four or five years ago. I really enjoyed it. But I remember my dad got me the first book for Christmas when I was 10. Then he got me the second one when I was 11. Then the third one, when I was 12. So just kind of like this whole thing, always looking forward to that because I was 11 and you don't know how to buy books when you're 11. So it was like, oh my gosh, like where did this come from? You didn't know that there were like bookstores where you could go and Buy one, but yeah. I, when I re when I reread a little, him, a really sheltered life. You know, went to a library. How do you get books. What's going on? This is crazy. Like, Don't you know the like, Dewey Decimal like, System? Like, like I knew there were new books. Like I I knew you get old books library, but I didn't know like libraries got new books or that new books were written. I just thought they were all like old Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys. Like that's I thought true. That was the only books that existed. <laughs>
1: You went Nancy Drew. I went. I went Hardy Boys and Encyclopedia Brown. Oh, that exactly. was my
0: no my because my si- I had an older sister, so I read way more Nancy Drew than uh, than Hardy Boys.
1: Gotcha but, gotcha. but that
0: Thrawn trilogy, heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, The Last Command, uh, just introduced so many great characters, Admiral Thrawn, Mara Jade, that kind of continued into uh, the expanding universe and also into canon universe through through Rebels and stuff. But yeah. just such such a great series of books, and and it, it feels. Like I I like the the prequel the the sequel trilogy, but that Thrawn trilogy sort of like I don't know it captures the essence of what it felt like as a kid to watch the the original trilogy.
1: In both well, at films. that point we'd only had we had three Star Wars movies, so yeah. anything, anything above and beyond that was yeah. just like what?
0: Yeah, are you what? There's more stories? There's more? Yeah, yeah. You're
1: That's gonna awesome. kill
0: Chewie in 15 years? How dare you?
1: How dare you? Did you uh, did you ever read the Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah. That's another one for me mm-hmm. that just really makes me just feel so good to be alive when I read it.
0: Definitely. Uh what what's a video game that has just brought you joy as you played it? W- were we only allowed to pick one book? Yeah, we're just picking that, is one book. Dang for, it, one man. For, sorry.
1: Dang it, okay. Well I have like five more. Now I have to be choosy.
0: Yeah, you do. ElfQuest
1: by Richard and Wendy Peeney, by the way. Read that. That's a great what mov- graphic what book? novel. Elf Quest. Elf
0: Quest, okay.
1: Yeah, sorry. Now I'm just spurting all my other ones out, so I'm excited.
0: You can list them Uh, all, just don't, you know, don't like, you can't expound upon all of them. Okay, we we can't keep our podcast, we have to keep it under three hours for the people out there.
1: Well, dang it. Why are we even here? (laughs) Why did we spend so much time talking about your hotel shenanigans? (laughs) And and that'll teach the people that fast forward to this minute mark (laughs) to go back and listen (laughs) to the beginning. Uh, uh, did you say video games? Yeah, video game. You you go first on this one.
0: Okay, I will. Uh, I I was gonna say Little Big Planet just because it's so cute and adorable. Little Big Planet is on my list. Uh, but I'm gonna say Pirates Gold, a game we've talked about before. Sid Meier's yeah. Pirates uh, yeah. on the Xbox. Um, just easy and breezy, like some amount of challenge to it, but not that mm-hmm. hard. Um, and the most repetitive gameplay ever. Look for this guy you've already found twelve <laughs> times, but when you yeah. find him and you rescue your family and you find the ink and treasure, like it, it's awesome. I I just like I've played that. I don't I don't because the Xbox 360 didn't keep track of how much you'd played a game, but I can yeah. imagine it's a lot of hours yeah, that I've yeah. logged into that game.
1: It was like, wait, what's that? Is that the sun coming up? How long have I been <laughs> playing exactly.
0: this? Exactly. No, there there yeah. are many nights as a married man. When wow. I was up until two or three playing that game.
1: So this was the worst because I played that on, I think it was the PlayStation Portable, the PSP. Yeah, the PSP. So I would take that thing to bed with me, man. I would just lay in bed yeah. and just all night for
0: hours. I had it on the PSP, but I liked the controls better on the uh, the Xbox. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So Pirates, uh, Pi- yeah. Sid Meier's Pirates, I don't know if it's backwards compatible on the Xbox One or PlayStation 4. But I think it's backwards compatible on the 360, so I will play. It yeah, a lot you got it's
1: got to be available on Steam for like 99 cents at yeah, this point. It is, so
0: it is spectacular.
1: It's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So I, there's so many things. I'm a video game guy. That's kind of my my nerd layer of Take choice. Take one
0: to expound upon, and then just go through a bunch.
1: I I will. So I, I'm just going to work through and disqualify the uh the ones like the legend of zelda to me has always just been a joy just the theme song itself gets me excited i know it's very much in the zeitgeist right now but animal crossing i've been a fan of since the beginning it's just a happy place but to honor my son who got me this game for father's day this year uh a game that just makes me feel so much joy is called burnout paradise mm,
0: yeah it's a racing game
1: and uh, and hey, I got it for the Switch, I, I got it for the Xbox, I got it for the 360, I got it for the PS3, I got it for the PS4, I got it for the Switch, I will just keep buying this game as long as they'll keep making it. It is simple joy of just driving a car really, really fast and wrecking crap. Yeah, it's isn't that so the whole
0: point, fun. just to like crash eventually at some point?
1: Uh, Well, uh, in this one, it's more about racing, but the crashes are in there, and they're spectacular. And at any point, wherever you are, you can just hit two buttons at once and initiate just a crash mode of just how much (laughs) damage can I do. And it's not an elegant game. It's just simple and fun, and I don't know. When I play it, I just love it. Awesome. The only thing is that I've discovered on the Switch version is that uh, I don't like the soundtrack of the game. Oh. It didn't is it age different? well. There's still oh. No, there's still but but on the PlayStation 1s, PlayStation's integrated with uh, Spotify. So I can drop any of my PlayStation music and put Spotify music on instead. Mm-hmm. So I have a playlist for for this game, but on the Switch, I am stuck listening to Avril Lavigne, you know, Girlfriend and you know, <laughs> old crappy songs boy. like
0: that. He so. was I said it later boy. Yeah, sorry.
1: Not my jam. So
0: I don't like that. So either. That's not a lot. T- I love Canadians. We have so many Canadian <laughs> listeners. If I was like, I don't like Canadians or maple syrup, they'd be like, Well, about that. I get it. Yeah. You know, they they'd still probably be really <laughs> yeah, nice about okay. it. Yeah, that's
1: okay. I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion, okay? <laughs> but you know what happens is that when when they're when we're off the air, when they're not talking to us, they get in there, they gather at Tim Hortons. <laughs> and they talk about you know those Americans. They're terrible people. They're ruining the planet. You know, eh?
0: They they probably are. But just kidding, Shanine, Josh, and Carrie. I love you all. And and,
1: and the multitudes of Canadian listeners and that the they other represent. Canadians
0: out there that I don't know that I haven't mm-hmm. spoken to. I think I've heard all of them talk in real life at this point. Yeah, that's been that's been pretty good. Uh, what about a what about a TV show that just brings you joy when you watch it? Think about it.
1: You know, this is gonna be such a base answer, and I, I, I hate Please that I'm gonna go be for basic. the low-hanging fruit. Yeah, here. basic. Yeah. The price is right. <laughs> the price is right is just pure campy happiness, pure capitalistic explosion, and I just I don't think of a time I've ever watched The Price Is Right and been mad about it.
0: The genius is the whole show is a commercial. The whole show is a commercial. The commercials are commercials, and the show is a commercial.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: Mhm. Mhm. And you you watch it because you hope you get to see Mountain Climber. Like you put up. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You put up with all the commercials because you want to see Plinko or Mountain Climber. Like that's it.
1: Or Hole in One. I mean, I'm I'm not mad at any of those games. Or two. Or two. What if What if you did it and
0: Drew Carey's like. All right, and go to like what of like that there's no two today. Just you, you no missed two.
1: it. Go to commercial.
0: I haven't watched it uh much since Drew Carey got on. Well, that's
1: you know you know why It's because you're not staying home from school anymore. That's you know true. like you used to have summer vacations where you could watch those kind of shows, but now you have a place to go.
0: That that is true. Um, and
1: nobody has TV anymore. Do you guys have TV? We have like Hulu. non-streaming
0: television. No, we have. Yeah, Hulu. that's what I'm saying. So, how do you how would you
1: even consume the parts? I think you could around. watch
0: it on Hulu. Like who's really? yeah we have the Hulu Live, so like the huh. the, the special Hulu where you can watch. Live oh, Hulu TV. Live, yeah. Hulu
1: for rich folk,
0: Hulu for glammed onto my mom.
1: Man, so what's the show for you, Scotty? <laughs> hey, that's, that uh, brings you. I, I joy. Lots, I had
0: lots running through my mind, but I'm limiting myself. Well, do you have any honorable mentions for TV other than The Price Is Right?
1: Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Star Trek in all of its iterations.
0: Star Trek in all of its iterations. Like I don't like D Space Nine doesn't bring me joy because it, it's pretty, pretty dark and pretty rough. Okay, um, really?
1: Star Trek the Next Generation. Yeah, the next if generation. We're just gonna be for honest. sure. And The um, Tick. The animated series, The Tick. Yeah, the Tick. Love it. It's great.
0: Um I, I'll I'll throw out too, Briefly, uh Cubs Baseball on WGN, even though it's no longer on WGN. But that's nostalgic. Ooh, I used to wake up at 11 o'clock every summer morning because I was in high school and didn't have anything to do. And the Cubs would be on at 11.20. So I'd wake up at 11, watch baseball for three hours, and then get on with my day. It was pretty awesome. Are you
1: from Chicago?
0: I was born there, but not really from there.
1: Your family's from
0: Chicago? No, my family's from here in Hawaii. But my parents were living in Chicago when I was born. And then we moved back to California when I was three. So
1: I was just looking for an explanation on why you said milk wrong.
0: Uh, that's not it. I don't know how a Chicagoan would say it. Milk, milk. They, milk. they
1: say they would say milk.
0: Milk, milk is like a okay. mid
1: Midwesty kind of uh, thing.
0: May, maybe, um, but maybe. I I've been I've been I've been touting it recently. You you brought it up, but the show pushing daisies, is yeah. if you've never watched it, it is pure joy in a forty two minute package. Like it's whimsical. The colors are bright. There's music. The characters are spectacular. Is pushing
1: daisies the one where the girl becomes death?
0: No. What am I she thinking? She dies and comes back to life. Hmm. But no, no she doesn't become death. That sounds a little less joyful.
1: <laughs> no, like she she has like she works for death. No, I'm not thinking of pushing daisies. I'm thinking <laughs> of something else.
0: No, but, so but there,
1: there's a show out there where the girl it shows her and she's like in the Grim Reaper's hood and she's blowing like a bubble, a bubble gum or something like that. That show exists. I didn't dream it. Somebody tell me what it is. It
0: sounds like something on the CW.
1: And uh, it's me, Tony T, on Twitter. Please let me know yeah, what please. the show was.
0: But yeah, pushing daisies again because you 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 brought this up about a stro that's unavailable on streaming and yeah. to watch. And so I posted pushing daisies and it is just, I mean. Uh, Lee Pace is in it he was Ronan the Accuser Anna Friel's in it uh, Kristen Chenoweth is spectacular in the series like, it's just oh I love her I know it, it is it's just pure joy and the stakes are never too high and it's just yes it's it's my definition of whimsy whenever you talk about whimsical gifts I think yeah. about Pushing Daisies because it is pure and utter whimsy did you ever see the
1: the, the show Wonderfalls? no no That was another one that was really whimsical. Anyway, Dead Before It's Time. Dead Like Me. Dead Like Me was the show with the girl with the bubble gum. The death where you become dead. Dead Like Me.
0: Dead Like Me. I've heard of it. Dead Like Me. I've never watched it.
1: Yeah, I haven't either. I'm going to... Okay, Pushing Daisies. Worth a recommendation.
0: Please watch it. Like, if it were streaming, I feel like it would be very, very popular. Because it is just... Oh, hey, there's the picture. I found it. Dead Like Me, Season 1. There's a girl blowing a bubble, looking like the Grim Reaper.
1: I do not know what this show is, so if you watch it, you cannot say that I endorsed it. And it stars
0: Mandy Patinkin and Ego Montoya.
1: Oh, I love Mandy Patinkin. Two seasons. 88 Keys from the Dick Tracy movie.
0: Oh, yeah. that's Nobody ever remembers Mandy Patinkin.
1: He actually got to sing in that movie, and he's a great
0: singer. That is. That's a movie that makes me happy, Dick Tracy. Yeah.
1: It wasn't a good movie, but for what it was, it was really great. Yeah.
0: All right, speaking of movies, and there's many, many on our list. Yeah. It is hard to come up with just one. It really is. But it's also hard to uh, remove myself. I'm just going to say Avengers Endgame made me happy the entire time I was watching it. Like, even the end, I was still happy because I sort of knew it was coming. And it was great. Like, just the whole time, just them working it and just how... Like even just listening to the soundtrack. So I'll listen to the Infinity War soundtrack, and it's just so sad yeah. and somber. And it's Thanos's movie, and it's not—it's not fun to watch Infinity War because you know what happens. Like, there's one good moment when Cap shows up and rescues Wanda and Vision, and then after that, all the bad stuff only happens to everybody. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ah, when Thor shows up at the end, that's pretty awesome. But that's short lived. For about
1: thirty seconds. Yeah,
0: but it is a great moment when he shows up and. That yeah. one still gives me goosebumps. But but endgame the, the whole time, just them working the plan. Like I like even just thinking about sitting in the movie theater watching it. Like, oh, like this is a time heist. Like, oh my gosh, they're going to all these places that I've been watching over and over again, getting ready to like yeah. it, it was just so wonderful. And then when Cap picks up the hammer and when you hear Falcon say on your left and the portal song plays, and it's the greatest movie moment in movie history. And then Cap gets to dance with Peggy. Like it's just like even even Tony's funeral other than I don't know why General Ross was there that still makes me mad uh, other than that the whole thing just makes me happy for 3 hours i just love it hmm.
1: so are we going back to happy or are we still talking about joy's No it was I joy. like, like the, whole, the, the whole
0: thing the whole thing was just uh, a squee-worthy like i was i i literally was squealing the entire movie going Nye-hye-hye!
1: Yeah, it, now it stands on the shoulders of yes, you know of ten course. years of movies yes. and does an incredible job at putting them all together. Yeah. Uh, any franchise could could use it as a a, a a teaching point for how to do it right. Yes, um, I, I can't argue with it. Um, I really want to say Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I just really want to say Lord of the Rings, but I have to I have to put it down one peg to one movie that just from the opening strands of the song. Just gets my heart and I and never gives it back. And that is the Muppet movie.
0: Oh yeah.
1: The Muppet movie, man. Just it, it just does, does it start. Does start with Kermit me.
0: in the Swamp singing Rainbows? It starts the movie
1: within the movie starts because the, the the frame of it is the Muppets are coming together yeah. at Worldwide Studios to screen their movie. Yeah. So the first thing you see I think is Statler and Waldorf pulling onto mm. the studio back lot. But uh but yes, when they roll the film, mm, it opens up over a Florida swamp and Kermit is singing Rainbow Connection on his banjo and uh
0: did you like the I, I didn't see Muppets Most Wanted but just the the one with Amy Adams and uh Jason Segel I loved that masterful it was masterful. so good and songs by Brett McKenzie just unbelievable
1: very very well done so good I love the Muppets I love the you Muppets do I love, love the Muppets, Muppets. I really any any do. other
0: movies that just you make you just just bring you joy there's
1: moments from movies. I don't know that I would just like say this whole movie does. Um, there's certain things like about the, the studio Ghibli movies that mm. I just love. I love the art. I love the flavor to them. Um, there certain moments in the star Wars movies that just yeah. give me a lot of joy. I get excited about that. Um, there's a, a scene in in the 1986 Transformers animated movie when Optimus Prime arrives on the Earth base and they're playing Stan Bush's, you've got the touch, and he, yeah. and he, and just something about that moment just gets me every single time. I'm like, Optimus Prime, yeah, that's what I'm, you know, Autobots transform and roll. That's my, that's my moment. That's right pretty there,
0: good, but. pretty good, uh. Optimus Prime, I like that.
1: Thank you. I've been working on it since
0: 1986. (laughs) Uh, Beyond beyond Endgame, I was thinking, I think Wally's probably closest of like, yeah. Because this shit, like the whole thing, just, I am just so pleased as Punch the entire time I'm watching Mm -hmm. that movie, just because Wally's so adorable and he's got his cockroach. And then just him like (laughs) dancing to Hello Dolly by himself. Like, yeah. Every single time and just how desperately he wants to be in love. And then when Eve's like all cocooned up and just like taking care of her, then they, like every uh, Wally just makes me happy. Like wa- Wally, yeah. the character and then hence the movie. Cause it's basically all about him. I think Wally's a great example of that for an animated movie for me. That just makes me joyous from start to finish.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and, and Pixar yeah. just does that better than anybody. Yeah. Even, even their dumb movies, like Cars, is a dumb movie. And I don't know if I just associate it so much with how much my son loved it when it came out. But that's <laughs> but it's Cars and, and WALL-E and all those movies from that kind of mid-era Pixar franchise that it was just like, man, they just get you. They just get you right in the heart every day on to, time. I
0: to Ron and his three-year-old son is little boys are still super into cars that's all he ever wants to watch so right they they did something right i never even saw cars 2 because i heard it was just horrible oh cars 2 is trash
1: yes completely just, skip it
0: yeah like that was the one time where i'm like oh they they really wanted to make some more money like this wasn't about story it was about toys. no, it was about
1: selling more cars yeah which it worked now cart and cars 3 was actually good though. cars
0: 3 was good yeah i enjoyed cars 3
1: but cars 2 was yeah trash it was basically an extended version of like the mater tales <laughs>
0: And I'll I'll mention it here just because uh, Ian Holm did pass away. Uh, yeah, l- late, I mean he was old, so that's what happens when you get old. But uh, the Fifth Element is one of my very favorite movies, and again, just kind of beginning to end with the giant armadillo aliens, just that movie's spectacular.
1: So confession time.
0: Okay, You've I've, never never oh, I've never seen the Fifth Element.
1: Oh, seen it, Tony. And it's one of my wife's favorite movies. I've never seen it.
0: If I had Sheena's phone number, I would text her right now and be like, Sheena, get your husband to watch The Fifth Element right now. Because it is so good.
1: I've seen chunks of it. Yeah. I've seen enough to know that uh, that I don't like
0: Chris Tucker in it. Oh, no. He's so good. Ruby Rod. Oh, my gosh. In context. Lot, less, lots of screaming. Yes. But in context, it's so like his interplay with Bruce Willis. Oh, my goodness. it's It's great. I think I saw that seven times in the theater. And then I saw it again, like, on its 20th anniversary in the theater. Like, I took a di- I took half a day and just went and watched The Fifth Element by myself in a movie theater with, like, three other nerds. It was awesome.
1: Wait, by yourself with three other nerds?
0: Well, I was by myself. Like, I didn't go with any friends. It was just me and the Scott, theater. Scott, how many of you are there right now? <laughs> There's four of us in here right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Any, any other things you want to shout out there that just bring you pure joy in terms of media there, you've ingested?
1: There is no Scotty, only Zool. <laughs> you know, I, I try to think about, like, in the context of movies that I can just put on in the background, um, you know, things that just uh, that just can kind of exist around me and envelop me in cloud of... Uh, I like that that's just there. Um, and there are certain places that give me a lot of joy. Mm. Going to Disney gives me a lot of joy. Just the sights and the smells and the sounds. The other day, I listened to the ambient soundtrack on Sorcerer Radio of the Epcot Mm. theme park music, and it just took me to a place, man. I'm like, yeah, I'm homesick for this.
0: Yeah, even as somebody who doesn't have a past like you do, like Disneyland, like, and there's this weird thing. I don't like when you were in your, I don't know, late teens to early twenties, but you were working at Disney at that point, right? I was, yeah. Because there was this season where I loved Disney, then I got too cool for school. And now like every time I go back, it's just magic. Like the like exact like smelling the corn dogs, hearing the the music on Main Street, (laughs) the the smell of the water in Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean it's just the 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 toboggans on the Matterhorn. I just had to throw something in there that you didn't. Wait, wait, what? I know what
1: the the what now?
0: (laughs) Epcot, am I right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry. Hey, hey, God willing, I'll know in January. I'll get to experience the whole thing.
1: Unless you have another kid, we'll see.
0: Well, Alicia would be pregnant by then, but no. We're now's not the time to ask us if we're having any children, because as I've said, we don't like the two we have right now. So <laughs> <laughs> we like them, just one of them is not letting us sleep.
1: Yeah. Well, it sounds like if as long as Claire is sharing a hotel bed with you, you yeah, two, two of them are letting you sleep. Yeah, that's
0: true. So let us know just what are the things that just bring you joy, because, again, like sometimes you do want to sit down and watch something or like we yeah. watched the movie Just Mercy, which was great and really good. But, you know, like and it was kind of feel good, but it's also like a, you know, a diff, like there's some tough scenes in there that I'm not going to sit down like I really want to feel happy. So I'm going to watch this movie about death row. You know, Mm. like so. But there are. And and it's important to watch things that challenge us and make us think and grow us as people. But sometimes you just want to watch something that's going to make you smile from start to end. And that is okay.
1: Yeah, man. Sometimes you want to eat your greens, but sometimes you want a frosty chocolate milkshake.
0: Do you ever really want to eat your greens or do you just do it because you have to? I guess you don't have to. We we don't have to because we're adults now.
1: You should see the look of judgment at the person that's checking us out of the grocery store when, like, we put all of our stuff and it's just, like, carbohydrates, 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 and, like, one head of iceberg lettuce that's doing all of the nutritional heavy lifting.
0: And there's, then there's really no nutritional value in iceberg no. lettuce. It's mostly it's just It's like water. and a
1: zucchini, five boxes of breakfast cereal, and an orange. <laughs> I wouldn't judge you. I, how dare, you? How, how dare, dare you? you? how dare you? How dare you not judge me? Dare you not judge me? I bear my soul for you, and you dismiss
0: it. <laughs> oh, let's have some Bible study. Bible study. All right, if you weren't aware, Tony and I, we were both pastors, so we like the Bible and talking about it. So when we we're together, do. we try our darndest to have a little Bible study. And Just redeem the moment. Yeah, and and not that there's been much irredeemable about this, right?
1: No, this is pure treasure. Oh, <laughs> Auditory gold.
0: <laughs> we're like skin in your ears, just spinning just all the gold. Spinning it, spinning it. Uh, and so since we're talking about joy, I, I I turn to a passage from Nehemiah, chapter 8, beginning in verse 9. And this is what's written. Then Nehemiah, the governor, Ezra, the priest and teacher of the law, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them all, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people have been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This is holy to our Lord. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The Levites calmed all the people saying, be still for this is a holy day. Do not grieve. Then all the people went away to eat and drink, to send portions of food and to celebrate with great joy because they now understood the words that had been made known to them.
1: Amen and amen.
0: So this is one of the crazy times in Israel's history, uh, much like my son's namesake, Josiah, where the people found the book of the law and they read it and they were like, We've made a huge mistake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've got a bad feeling about this. Exactly.
0: Uh, King Josiah rips his clothes and puts on sackcloth. And here uh, at the, uh, was this the wall or the the temple? I can't.
1: Yeah, they just built the wall. Nehemiah, they built the wall, put the doors up in the previous chapter. They called everybody home. And then they opened up the Bible. And and by golly, it did not land well.
0: Like, we maybe have missed a couple important things uh, yeah. while living in exile and before exile when all of our parents and grandparents were maybe not necessarily doing all the things that God wanted them to do. Uh, mm. And so uh, prior to this, so they're all weeping like they're miserable because they recognize what's happened. And then. Nehemiah and Ezra, the priest had together, like, like, don't like, don't weep. Like, this is a good thing now to know the word of God, to know what he's calling us to. So this is actually worth celebrating. Um, And then just kind of Nehemiah's phrase there, do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Um, And even that the idea of it being a holy day attached to being joyful and celebrating you know, because I don't like again. Like we have these weird things in in our faith where we think, oh, like a holy day, like it's got to be really somber and like serious mm-hmm. and focused. It's like like yes. like the the holy moment of Christmas is when you're holding a candlelight, singing Silent Night, really quietly. Like the holy mm-hmm. moment isn't when you're with your family and celebrating and opening presents and having this great day. Like like I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a Baptist, but like do, 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 in your tradition, <laughs> like you got like is, is, is there some amount of that? Or like oh, like the the really serious really holy moments like they're really somber and like we have to be like focused and present and, and kind of quiet we can't celebrate yeah
1: you, you know the level of your spirituality is directly proportional to how furrowed your brow is while you're enjoying <laughs> it you know? right like,
0: what is that where's yeah. that come from
1: i don't know i think that's i think that's the first half of this chapter i think there's that like what where do we meet God's word? Mm-hmm. Where do we experience God? And there's nothing we can do. Biblically, this holds true with everybody who stood before God. And we still do it. We stand there and we go, okay, how can I, you mentioned it earlier, when I talked to Clara, I put I put on my kitty voice. Mm-hmm. Hi, Clara, I'm talking to you right now. You know, we stand before God and we put on our, this is our somber voice. This is our God voice. This is, we start speaking in King James in our internal <laughs> monologue, you know? Like that's, we try to like find ourselves in such a posture or such a a cadence to match what we feel like God is all about. And, and Jesus was, I think constantly surprising people with that when they, he defied everyone's expectations. And, and it's not about how we encounter God's word. It's about how God's word uh, encounters us to, to, so in this chapter, they open up the word and, and it talks about them reading the law from morning from like basically sun up to midday. So these people have been getting beaten by God's word for hours now. And they and and this is specifically talking about a very choice group of people here uh because it was talking about okay, a you have all the all the men and women are there, but then the Bible kind of subsets that into all the people who could understand. So I don't know if there was a language barrier if they were translating it from Hebrew into uh Aramaic. There was, you know, the difference yeah. in the in the kingdoms, but there was the people who could understand and then the people who were reverent to it. And when they opened that word, uh, and Ezra was kind of standing above all of them. When they opened the Word, they all stood. There was a default reverence to the Word of God. They were reacting to it. But boy, as that thing got laid on them, as as any of us would in the presence of God, we're just reminded of how completely unworthy we are. Like, hey, what did you read in Bible study today? How much I suck. <laughs> Let's talk about a concept called total depravity. I live there. It's where I get my mail. <laughs> But as God does, he, he shifts the script and he says, all of your depravity, all of your failures are just one more opportunity for me to flex grace and bring that to you. This is celebration. You know, we should we should have fallen at the foot of the cross in, in judgment, and yet we're lifted up uh, in, in victory. Uh, what's that all about?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think part of it even just... Like my the course of my whole life and, and looking at my life with God and my relationship with Jesus, it's just like, you know, like, I, like I want to be good. Like I want to be right. Like I don't, I don't want to sin in, and I've gotten mm-hmm. to this point. I've, hopefully I've gotten past this point a little bit, but for so long, so much of my, my, my life with God just felt like sin management. Like I was just trying to do what I could not to make God mad. And yeah. that is a bad way to relate to anybody much less my heavenly Father, who, who wants to pour out grace and, and give me good gifts, and you know it was probably I don't know seven years ago, maybe I, I forget I'm old, where I just started to <laughs> you know like I had the image of kind of like the the deer panting for the streams of water that yeah. that. You know, it, it wasn't so much my life wasn't so much about sin management and beating myself up and kind of like that, like furrowed brow. Like I just got to grit and bear it and like try really, really hard to be a better follower of Jesus. And it was more like, oh, like, wait, like God just loves me and he wants to like invite me like to like rest in him and find satisfaction and find joy in him. And that's not to say that now I just sin boldly because it's like everybody loves like Jesus loves. So I'm going to do whatever I want. <laughs> But just free pass, you guys. I got a a multi pass. Exactly, multi pass. It it gets me the same place, but instead of trying to avoid sin, I'm just trying to be closer to Jesus. And yeah, if I'm close to Jesus, then I'm oh far from sin. And but there's so much more joy in
1: that. This was a transformation. I mean, you've been a Christian for a very long time.
0: Oh yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. No, this was was like an adult. This was adult onset transformation.
1: Right, 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 right. What do you? What triggered that? Um, was there a series of things? Was there a season I, in your life?
0: I can't. That season in particular, it was just God's word. I think it really was, yes. as the deer panteth for the water, or or maybe it was actually not even that. It was probably uh, Psalm twenty three, like, um, He guides me by streams of water, like, like oh, like, in, like why am I trying so hard to avoid this thing when if I just stay close to God. And yeah. I avoid those things. So it, it was God's word that, that did it.
1: So you, we started reading in verse 9, but if you look back at verse 8, it, it talks about, it says, So they read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them Mm. to understand the reading. Mm -hmm. And at the conclusion of the passage, it says, all the people went out because they had understood Mm -hmm. the words that were declared to them. I think that as we walk with Jesus and as we spend time with him and as we make him the voice that we're listening to, when we stop uh, lining him up with our own religious, uh, I don't know, ideals, worldviews, political worldviews, Uh, cultural worldviews, when we stop making Jesus fit in the Plato fun factory mold of, of our expectations and start to actually have a little bit of understanding about who Christ is and who God is and who we are in him, that understanding brings that maturity. That understanding brings that release and that peace and that joy so that we don't have to religion our way through the storm so that we don't have to like swing madly. Like we're shadow boxing and just, "Ah, ah," and now we got nothing left because we've exerted all of our effort. Mm -hmm. And we finally just say, Hey, Jesus, let me take your yoke because your yoke, as advertised, is easy and your burden is light.
0: Yeah. And I think sometimes, you know, like we, we, you know, we talk about, like, making Jesus in your image. And, you know, a lot of times that's – when I hear that's like, you know, like, oh, I'm going to make party Jesus who, like, totally signs off on all the stuff that I want to do because there's zero <laughs> accountability or zero expectations. And I'm just going to live the life that I want completely independent <laughs> of being obedient to God. And it's cool because Jesus loves me. And, like, that's dangerous. Like, we, we clearly should not do that. But it's also dangerous, kind of like where I was like, well, yeah, but Jesus isn't party Jesus. Like, Jesus is authoritarian, put me in detention, principal Jesus. Like, that's also a bad image to carry around with me constantly. And, I, and I've talked about that a lot. But it's kind of, you know, going back to the truth and, and having understanding from God's word that says, no, th- this is the God that, that loves you. This is the God who cares for you. This is Jesus who, you know, as you said, his, his yoke is easy and his burden, it is light. And yeah. so just resting in that in that knowledge and, and there is freedom that comes from that
1: that I don't you talk about make, making God in your image, all I can think of is William Shatner doing Rocket Man and the different <laughs> interpretations he has, yeah. like all these different like there's and I think it's gonna be a long, long time till and like is that the laid back Jesus? Is it the rigid military Jesus? Is it the, the scared explorer Jesus? Uh,
0: what does God yeah, need if, with a starship?
1: What does God need with a Starship? <laughs> Shockery, obviously. Shockery. Uh, there's a book there's a book called Your God Is Too Small by JB Phillips, where he goes through like the way that we cast God into the mold of the kindly old man yeah. or the angry police officer or you know, the distant father, whatever it might be. You know, we we always do this. And yet there's just such a simplicity. Like Jesus has taken all the mystery out of it because he's given us his revealed word. Like you see this happening in this passage of scripture. Like he He didn't like leave some hieroglyphics on the top of a mountain that we have to find some mysterious Rosetta stone. Like he's given it to us mm-hmm. and he's protected it and preserved it over millennia so that we could have his word, his living, active, breathing word in our hearts and our lives and discover him and in turn discover us. It's not hard but you just have to find the freedom to let go of you and hold on to him
0: yeah what does it mean for you when nehemiah says the joy of the lord is your strength Hmm. like how's that how's that carried you
1: there there was a man that i used to work with when i was when i worked at disney his name was willie willie was a, a an old man he was an old black man and he was like six foot three and just built like a monster man he was just such an athletic guy but he was so sweet and kind and gentle in his way and when willie talked you listened because he was mm. just the picture of wisdom
0: mm.
1: and uh one day uh he said something to the effect of um asked me if i was if i was i said willie you, why, why are you so happy he said i'm not happy he said i'm joyful okay well, Kind of six of one, right? And he goes, "No," said because things make me happy, but things can also make me unhappy. He said, "I'm I'm joyful because God gives me joy, and because only God gives it, only God can take it away. Nobody can take it from me." There's a difference between the joy of the Lord and the happiness. Mm. The joy of the Lord being my strength is important to me because joy is not conditional. Joy is a condition. Like like he, I can buy a new toy or a new video game or I can eat a good meal and feel happy. I can have a positive uh, interaction with other person and feel happy. I can get the front spot in the, uh, the parking lot at Target and feel happy. Or I can get a dent in my car or come out of a crappy staff meeting or get into a fight with my wife or lose a bunch of money it on was my your turnips fault. and animal crossing.
0: <laughs> the, the fight with <laughs> Sheena was I, your fault.
1: It, it's <laughs> without question. And then I, And now I've lost my happiness, but joy... Joy is persistent in the face of all of the things that would rob us of our happiness. That's how we can stand uh, through in the fiery furnace. That's how we can face uh, the, the, the hunger, like Paul says. Look, I faced hunger and, and fullness, and 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 up and down, and in and out, and, and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's that joy that gives us strength because nothing can take that from us. That's where that's where I live, man, and that's where I want to always be. You can make me unhappy, but you cannot steal my joy.
0: Yeah, and and I I know that, I believe it too. Probably mostly in my heart somewhere, but, I you know it's hard because then you know like I talked about Second uh, Corinthians four eighteen like so we fix our eyes not on what is seen what is unseen for what is seen is temporary what is unseen is eternal and like I've got that eternal joy but so often it's just so easy to focus on the things that are in front of my face like like I know I've got this condition of joy because of. The joy, of the Lord, is my strength. But then I'm also just completely focused on all the things that make me happy or unhappy on on any given day. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, but I don't think that's bad. I don't think that's like a
1: weakness of your faith, because you know what? Both sides are real. Yeah. You, there's 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 that that part of us we don't want to ignore. We don't want to say, well, I don't feel happy all the time. Like so am I just Christian? pretending
0: to be happy all the time on Thirty Rock. <laughs>
1: Yeah, until you have caffeine. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> Hot as the devil's temperature. <laughs> uh, oh, we
0: don't vote. I just put Jesus. We count those. That's okay. <laughs> uh, We've been watching 30 Rock lately. Speaking of things that bring me show. joy.
1: Yeah, 30 Rock is up there. Jesus was hungry, man. Yeah. And when he was hungry, uh, he ate. And, and, and we know that if he wasn't hungry, then fasting wouldn't have had an effect on him. It would have just been an, an exercise <laughs> for him. Jesus felt hungry, and when he was hungry, he ate. If there was moments where when Lazarus died, Jesus wept. Uh, there, there's moments when we don't always feel everything that we want to feel, mm. and we do what we have to do about it. I think of David. Man, David you know, wept and pled and cried before the Lord, and then his son died, and he's like, okay, well now, now we're back. I went through my morning and now we go through it. We're we're, we're on to the next
0: thing. I mean, David's such I, a great I, example of like the whole spectrum, right? Because in, you know, 1 Samuel, he's or 2 Samuel 6, he's just there, just like shaking what his just mama gave jump him. Jumping and, yeah. Jumping and full of joy and then swings the pendulum. But yeah. And, and yeah, I don't like, I don't know. just trying to navigate like just real life, right? That you like, you talk yeah. about crappy staff means. Like that happens. A lot, you know, like I've been facing, you know, a lot of the stuff I've been facing at work these days. And it's just, it's tough, man. And then it's just like, mm-hmm. all right. And so, I don't know. Is it, yeah, this sucks. It kind of blows. But at least the joy of the Lord is my strength. And that's what allows me to yeah. persevere and not just mm-hmm. get mired in, you know, like the the pit of despair and watch my horse die.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know what? If God's not on the throne, we're all in trouble anyway. But as long as... I. As long as he is who he says he is and his word is true, then we can face whatever we face, man. If it comes down to death, the grave itself, he's overcome the grave. What can we possibly fear? It's it's not about eliminating all obstacles and problems, but it is about creating a healthy perspective. Yeah, And that's I think that's what joy does. Joy becomes the plumb line of what's right and what's wrong and what's true and what's false, even when we're not feeling it. Mm. So hold on to joy. It's one of the greatest gifts that God's given. And if you don't have any, trust in his word because that's a fruit of the spirit. You you can create your own joy. It's just what are you filling yourself with? You play Animal Crossing, you get that little golden speck in the ground. You put a thousand bells in there, you're going to get a money tree with with a thousand bells on it. You put ten thousand in there, you're going to get a money tree with ten thousand. I'm going to sow so I can reap. I'm going to invest that word into my heart so that I can get back. Can I get an amen from the congregation?
0: Amen. I was making I was like, I was like, are we going prosperity bell gospel here? I hope not. Okay, no, we're not. Okay, good. <laughs> hey, hey, amen to all that, Tony. That's why I want to record with you because you encourage me and help me.
1: Likewise. Absolutely.
0: Like we said, life's been tough recently. We we know that. We live in the real world. We, we, we create content where we talk about it every week. <laughs> we might know <laughs> you should hear that. what we don't
1: put out on the internet. Yeah,
0: you we in you know we're involved in ministry and talking to people, so, so we know the hardships that, and, and, and we know the hardships that our listeners face. Like we've got we've like yeah. you and I, we've we've got friends, we've got listeners who are still out of work trying to find jobs. Who you know, um, friends who've lost loved ones just unexpectedly, or friends yeah. who've lost loved ones to COVID. Like we 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 know that. Um, but we also know how God how good our God is. And true. and like Tony said, if if we cling to the things that he says are true because he himself is true, then clinging to those truths isn't going to come back void. Like Tony said, joy yeah, is one of the fruits of the spirit. If we cultivate our lives in such a way for the Holy Spirit to do his work and bring about that joy and bear that fruit in our lives, then we will have joy regardless of what we face. Good day, <laughs> won't he do it? Bad day. Mm. We can still be joyful because you know what? We were dead, but now we are alive in Christ.
1: And the very same power that raised Christ from the dead is alive in you and me, baby.
0: But I still cannot tie a tie without doing it on, you know, four or five times. I made that well, joke on Easter what? last year. It was pretty solid. I liked it.
1: Not everybody is. Per- you know what? Jesus never wore a tie.
0: Exactly. So. There was a I was looking at my uh, my Animal Crossing store and there was like a robe. I could have bought the word. It looked like Jesus. I didn't get mm-hmm. it, though.
1: I have one. Remember, I did a little Jesus intervention with you, you and did. Lee money
0: That was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, Long-haired Tony.
1: That's what I'm saying, man. Jesus, Tony. Just being a little more like Jesus every day, even dare, if it's just an dare, animal crossing.
0: Dare, 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 Hey! Tony, thanks for recording with me.
1: Thank you for hanging out with me, Scotty. It always makes me Any feel encouraged time. and uplifted.
0: This is my Finn blockhead Lego. I'm just showing it to That's Tony. That's really cute. Really I was cute. really bored I on it. I, I've I've had this for since 2018 i got it as a birthday present or christmas present and then i was really really bored in a zoom meeting one day so i sat at this very desk in that zoom meeting with my hands down here building a lego fin because i was so bored
1: back in the day i used to love drawing during our staff meetings and now i run our staff meetings so i can't draw spider-man anymore it's like a tremendous frustration for me
0: are you excited about the playstation 5 i haven't talked about it at all on my show because i don't play video games but uh are you are you, Heck are you stoked yes Yes, I am. Have they released the price yet? They have not. Ugh. Whatever
1: it is, I'll pay it.
0: What size hard It'll drive? Probably does be five hundred.
1: Uh, who knows? Who cares? I don't know. It's never gonna be enough.
0: Never gonna be enough.
1: Never gonna there be you go.
0: Uh, hey, Tony. Where can people interact with you on the internet?
1: Oh, I'm so glad that you asked, Scotty. You can find me online at It's Me, Tony T on Twitter. That's where I like to hang out. You can uh, check out the Nerd of God cast at Nerd of God cast across all the social medias. Or if you're on Facebook, join our Facebook small group, the Nerd of God Squad. We would love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. Scotty, if you're on that's I like, for the, like the, online, the
0: animated gifts. That's like the other stuff. Like, Nerd of God Squad is basically if you have a meme that you.
1: <laughs> it's prayer requests and memes. That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> That's and, all right. What some, else do you need?
0: Who who wants? So I look. I see all of them, and I'm like, come on, man, that's not funny. I'm not going to name names, but I'm like, that's that's not even a joke. Like that's not even good. But Christina Whiteside, I think, in your group, she posts good yeah. stuff. I, I I I like when I'm liking things in the group. I generally find that it's her posting them.
1: She's a smart one, man. She uh, she, and uh, and her husband have done a couple of our Nerd God Daily Devos, oh. which is another podcast you can listen to, Nerd Cast Daily Devo. I Scott think I'm going to be on that on this that week. I got an email yeah, or a message
0: so. saying, can I record a devotional? And like I Long always corona. say, Tony... You at least get my B content for those. That's all I really need. Your your daily.
1: B is anyone else's A, Scott.
0: Hey, thanks. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Scott Heger at Christian underscore nerd. I don't have a cool Facebook group, but we do have the Octagon, which is our Slack group for the Christian nerd. The you Octagon. can join that by sending me an email, Scott at the Christian nerd.com. And Ron came up with that name. And I'm like, Ron, where did that name come, up, come from? And he said, it's from Anchorman, where Brian Fantana is describing his nether regions so that's the the source of the name
1: well my goodness and you and you still went with it so you know what is that why you got rid of ron is that it
0: (laughs) no go back and listen to my episode from december something in 2015 to find out no not 2015 2017 2017 i'll do that
1: i'll do that right now Hey, you go you go make your hot dogs and go to bed. I'm going to be catching up on my The Christian Nerd back catalog. You
0: go eat your brisket burger and you know, if you're if you're playing a little uh, Animal Crossing in 2 hours, I might have a little girl who might want to come say hi to you. I'll give you a holler. Hey, happy Father's Day, Scotty. Happy Father's Day, Tony. You are a father to whom I look up and I appreciate your presence in my life.
1: Thank you and God bless your ministry, my friend. Goodbye, Scott.
0: Goodbye, Tony.
1: Goodbye, Goodbye, internet. Internet. I stole it from you. I got it. <laughs>